Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, and greatest. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's going on, y'all? Happy Thursday. Hey, see how are you? Hey, Lisa, I am good. I am good. You know, we're on day two of our return back on the air. And it's feeling kind of good. I, I think I'm going to try to be on my good behavior tonight. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I like this in peace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with it. Turn up, turn down, roll to the left, roll to the right, whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I come in, right? <laughs> exactly. Once again, Lisa and I are back here. We have a great show on tap for you guys. What else is going on, Lisa? Oh, I'm slow motion today. I'm slow motion. I um, I've been up since like three a.m. I'm traveling, so I'm mm-hmm. slow motion today. But uh, it's been a good day. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was tired. Um, my husband wants to sightsee. Girl, I was falling asleep in the car. <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> I was falling asleep in the car. And then I got to the hotel and I started working. And then mm-hmm. uh, I was posting and I fell asleep. And, girl, but I'm good. I know how that is. I know how that is. But, you know, no grass goes under our feet over here on Let's Chat. 
once we finish no, one project, we on to the next. And sometimes we be multitasking because, you know, we, we, we have so much to do. We mm-hmm. just have to keep it going. That's right. That's right. That's right. Always yes. do something. Absolutely. Yes. So how was your day? My day was busy as you was, you know, like I told you. I didn't even have lunch until like 335, 4 o'clock. That's my lunch. Can you believe it? That's how busy I was. But um, well, yeah, it's all good. You know? You're supposed to have you something in your little purse, in your drawer, something. <laughs> well, I like to snack for nuts. <laughs> nuts are the best. <laughs> Easy access. <laughs> I can just stick my hand in, pull out however much I want, you know. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you take me there. To, it's not so quick. Look, that quick snack, quick snack. Grab you some nuts. Yeah, especially the mixed ones. You know, you get all types of flavors and sizes. Just don't get them bitter ones. So that's nasty. No, we can't take bitter. We can't. We like the nutty taste. We like the nutty taste. <laughs> Oh, man, well, let's get this party started. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Alicia. Y'all, I'm here with my right hand, left hand, Miss C. We're talking to talk today about making the game work for you. We got two fabulous guests, author and publisher Hood Chronicles, and rap artist mm-hmm. Blue Marley will be in the building. Super yes, excited. I'm excited. Yes. And you know, you know Blue Marley's like, a big spender to Friend of the show, I mean, she plays some fantastic yes. music from Mr. Marley. Yes, 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 yes. I first talk records, shout out to Jay. I mean, anything I ask that, you know, it's never no. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I appreciate them. I always Absolutely. get, you know, music, and it's just awesome. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. The whole team is awesome. JDS, certified. The whole team mm-hmm. is awesome, so I appreciate them. Yes, we do. And, you know, I've had the pleasure of reading some of Hood's books, but I can't remember if he has graced either of our shows with his presence. I was trying to think about that all day. No. Oh, no, he was okay. supposed to come on one. I think last year something happened and he couldn't come. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, no, this is the first time. Wait, oh no, we got to give him the Alicia and Tony flavor. I'm thinking this may be the second time. I take that back. This may be the second time. I think okay. he might have been on like when we first started, but that was like three years ago. Okay. All right. I couldn't quite remember. So it's going to be exciting to hear what he's been up to anyway since his, you know, quote, unquote, last time he was with us. So it's an exciting show, and I, I love that that our topic, making the game work for you. Hmm. Absolutely. Because, you know, different people interpret it different ways. So it's going to be interesting. We have the literature, we have the music side. So it's going to be interesting to hear both of their aspects on, on how the game works for them. And I think you in any industry, you have to do what's best for you, and you have to make it mm-hmm. work for you. So everything mm-hmm. that everybody is doing is not going to work for you. You know, you mm-hmm. even in the um, 
literary world. What Nene Capri does is what Nene Capri does. That may not work for you. Right. What Wahida Clark does is what Wahida Clark does. That may not work for you either. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you have to, in the words of Jill Miller, you have to create your own lane. You go over in the other lane, get what you need, and then go on back in your lane. But you have exactly. to make everything work for you. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of times people get frustrated. Um, I think, like we spoke yesterday, oh, my God, yesterday's show was so awesome. If you missed the show, Aaron Bebo, um, Mm-hmm. And Omar Tyree, uh, Ringo, Ringo Jones, Omar Tyree, Nene Capri, they was all dropped in jewels yesterday. So make sure you hit the archives on last night's show. It was awesome. But you have to um, you have to find out what works for you, but you have to have an understanding. We always say this all the time, see. You have to have an understanding on everything that is around you, whether you're signed or not. You have to know what a format. You got to know the difference between the typeset and the form and the um format. You have to know the purpose of um having a distributor. You know what the distributor versus a wholesaler is still a wholesaler, but it's a different type of game. You have to know. You have to know what you know because you know it, not because somebody's telling you that's what it is, but because you know this is what it is. Because at some point in time, you're gonna to have to budget and and make things work for you. You're gonna to have to think, how many books do I want to sell this month? What's my game plan? What the lack of planning? Erin touched on that last night as well. Lack of planning. Mm-hmm. People don't plan stuff out. And you have to. You have to, I think, at least six months in advance. While you're writing your book, you should be thinking about how you're going to promote and market your book mm-hmm. before it even comes out. Type of planning is key and is essential in being successful in anything. And even in your own yep. personal life, you know, you have to have a plan. Absolutely. So we appreciate you guys for jumping in and stepping in and hanging with us um, in the chat room. This is our second day back from our break, so it's exciting. We have new openings. We have new music. We have new things on the horizon. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're looking for a great editor, make sure you just hit up T. T got that A1 edit. Um, A whole box of red pens. That's right. She got. She's got that hardcore red pen. I told. I told you. I told somebody that the other day. I was like, I got an editor for you. I was like, she got a hardcore red pen. I think that's gonna be one of my next shirts. I don't wanna see nobody with that shirt. It's gonna be hardcore red pen. Yes. Hardcore editor. But yeah, she got a hardcore red pen. So if you're looking for edits, make sure you check out T. Um, she does a great job. She has a great eye, um, reading and critical, you know, so it's awesome, uh, that balance that she has. We're going to take Thank a brief you. break. Okay. You're welcome, see, but we will be right back. So we're going to get some keys. I think we're going to get the keys to Bolivia. Shout out okay. to Aaron Bebo. This is I like that. single. Yes, if you want to uh, grab his single, make sure you head over to Queen City Bullies. 
dot com. It is on that website where you can purchase it. Bolivia, this is Aaron Bebo. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my body, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got a mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know what's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Blige. Hump like handles till she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife, so all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, how you doing, love? What's your name, number, and sign? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The boy taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer Things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes And we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone, gone. You are now tuned in to the mother and greatest. Yes, we are back. We are back. We are back. Make sure you go over to QueenCityBullies.com and pick up that joint by Mr. Aaron Bebo. I'm really feeling that leash. Yes, I'm just talking. My phone was on mute. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron Beagle. He's so multi-talented, the director with the pen. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I love it. I'm so he, proud of him. Shout out to B. Yeah, speaking of songs, I was really loving that new intro we got. Shout out 
to the creator that made it happen. Thank you so, so much. I, I'm really yes. like Yes, shout out to Boss One. Boss One of those skills. Yes, he, yeah. um, he created that new intro for us, so I appreciate that. He's working on his album, so... You know, in between working and, and working on his album and going to the studio, he was able to give his little sister that little bit of, do that little favor for me. So I appreciate him. <laughs> yes, Miss Tony does too. Well, we're so happy you guys are joining here on, us here on Let's Chat. You know, me and Lisa, we usually just jump right in. You know, but we just like to let everybody know that may, we may have some new listeners out there here on Let's Chat. We celebrate literature and art the royal way, no matter what the genre may be. We've had a phenomenal list of guests that have been on our show, from politicians to rap artists to R&B, as well as the literature world, and just all around life and everything that deals with our community. You know, just check out our archives because we are so rich in what we share with our listeners from the guests that we've had on. So head on over to uh, our archives and just pick anyone. And Lisa spoke earlier about friends to the show, June Miller, talking about stay in your lane. There was so much more in that interview that he shared with us. You know, so make sure you check out that because anything June Miller be, be dropping to us is just pure gold. So make sure you head on over there and check it out. But our show allows all readers and authors to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. And, and we try to make it fun and friendly. But we try to do our best, Leash, and I think we, we're coming out with an A-plus. What do you think, girl? I think so. And shout-out to uh, author Omar Tyree. You know, anytime I call on him to come on for an interview, um, mm-hmm. he's always there, and I really appreciate him for that. There are a lot of authors that I can just call on, and they're always there. So I appreciate them supporting our show and the things that mm-hmm. we do. Um, mm-hmm. Shout-out to Keisha Frazier. I keep wanting to say her other name, but I'm going to say Keisha Frazier. Uh, she is having an event. Um, I want to say on it's Saturday. this weekend. Yeah, it is on at Source of Knowledge. At Source of Knowledge. So if you guys are in the New Jersey area, in the New York area, because I don't, I don't think it's that far, make sure you guys it's, head over there. Yeah, it's actually at the Source of Knowledge bookstore located, I want to say, on Broad in Newark, New Jersey. If I'm not mistaken, it's on Broad. But let's look up Source of Knowledge bookstore in Newark, New Jersey. I'm trying to see if I find her flyer, but make sure you guys go and support her. She is she is literally a literary jewel uh, in the industry, mm-hmm. and we appreciate her support as well. Yes. So, yes, the topic. So, you know, when you want to make the game work for yourself, you know, a lot of people have to create their own lane. And, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just like really sometimes it, you look at it and it seems like the hardest thing, but when it comes down to it, it's the simplest thing to do. You know, if you want something bad enough, if, mm-hmm. if you want it the way you want it, sometimes you mm-hmm. got to create it yourself, you know, and that really helps you to stay in 
inspired. When you create your own lane, you're really doing whatever it is that you want to do. You, you're birthing out your own vision. You don't have to have um, approval. You don't have to have acceptance. That's your vision. Mm-hmm. You do what you mm-hmm. have to do. You know, you can't change how people feel about you. You know, so don't even try. Just live your life. And if X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z is what you want to do and you can't find a particular way to do it with what you see presented to you, then you create your own way to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really the best part of um, making the game work for you. Mm -hmm. That's true. And, you know, um, as as you was talking about that, what the first thing that came to my mind is our show in general. You know, we we create. We're trying to create our own niche in this industry, and we're trying to bring along our listeners because as we grow, our listeners grow. You know, we learning as they learn, and and we're just trying to give them a different avenue. Uh, you know, a. a an upbeat avenue, and not all the drama and shenanigans, just the joy and love of literature and arts. And that's that lane that we're trying to create. And by us being nominated for our first award, that shows us that somebody is actually watching us drive along that lane and appreciate what we're doing. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what we do. You know what I'm saying? I love what I do just, just on a regular basis. But the platform that we've created, it's a free platform um, mm-hmm. because I just we just want everybody to be able to get your vision out there. You know, let people hear you and, and let them hear your passion for whatever it is that you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's the best thing we love because as readers, um, you, you feel – the author's passion um, through their pen when you read their work. If you are into music, you you feel their passion still through their pen, but it comes out through their vocals when they're rapping or when they're singing. If you if you feel are feeling art, you're still feeling that person's passion. But it's nothing like being able to hear why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and some people, you know, we've come across, we've been really blessed to come across a lot of artists and authors that just share their knowledge with us, you know, and, and in turn, Absolutely. we're sharing it with the listeners. Like, for example, last night's show, we still, there was so much knowledge just flying around the chat room. That's and right. it was all just working in, in tandem with each other between our guests and our callers, you know, and even those authors that were on the line were really appreciative of what was being spoken, and um, a lot was being spoken, you know, and sometimes you just got to let the show just take on a life of its own, and that's exactly what happened last night. That show took on a life of its own, from the guests to the yes. callers, and everybody's that's energy right. just flowing. Absolutely, absolutely. And all of those authors, made the game work for them. You know, what they do is what they do. It may not work for someone else, but it works for them. They made their own lane in this industry that's so saturated with so many different pens and so many different styles. They have to learn how to stand out on their own, you know, be strong enough to kind of like sometimes stand alone. 
and 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 know when you need help and be brave enough to ask for it if you need it. Um, and then sometimes be brave enough just to keep going and just mm-hmm. kind of boss up and say, this is what I'm about to do. I'm about to do it like this. I can't I can't get it this way going down to the left, so I'm going to have to go to the right. And I might have to go to the right by myself, but it's okay. So mm-hmm. that's the best part, you know. And then you got to hear their passion. You know, you got to hear mm-hmm. everybody's individual passion about what they do and why they do it. And I think that's the best part um, on having of having the show itself um, because we have readers hitting on my inbox. They were like, that was everything because they mm-hmm. got to, when you, when people drop jewels, it's nice to drop a jewel, but when you drop a jewel of passion, that makes it stick and stay longer. And they drop mm-hmm. jewels, but you heard their passion for what they do and what they're saying, and that was just so awesome. So we did. Make sure you guys hit the archives. That was an awesome show last night. That's true. And you know what stood out last night with me, Leash? Aaron Vigo has been in this industry, and he knows. He's very knowledgeable on different levels and many levels. And when he revealed to us that he actually had um, a mentor, that made me sit up and take notice that even though he knows what he knows, he also knows that there are avenues that he needs help in going yeah, you know what I mean. He right. he he is That's man right. enough and 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 confident in his ability to know that he can go further if he has the right person there with him by his side, just trying to guide him and where he wants to go. Absolutely, absolutely. That was what I was saying about not being uh, afraid or ashamed to to get that additional help that you need or that additional support or a team or even push um, to get what you need. Because sometimes when you're creating your own lane or when you're making the game work for you, you have to break barriers. And sometimes that's, that there's fear there. And, you know, fear is the opposite of faith. So sometimes you have to create people around you. You have to have a solid team around you. You have to have a mentor around you that helps you be able to push through when that when that, that, that road gets a little hard. Awesome that he was able to say, I'm, I'm trying to go in this direction, and this is what I want to do. You're listening to Let's Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know, I'm here with my right hand, the fabulous Miss T. We are talking that talk today about making the game work for you. We spoke to have Hood Chronicles on, but he is not going to be able to come on the show today. So we will be uh, having a rapper Rap artist Blue Marley is going to come in and kick it with us a little sooner um, than 8 p.m. We're going to take a brief break. I think we're going to play that winning. That's our Blue Marley and our Keith Robinson smash-up. Yes, Keith Robinson, he is more than just an actor. He can sing, not sing, sing. (laughs) And we'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. Yacht dreams on a sunny day. Six rings like MJ. Winning. She said she never ever been with a star. She said she never gave nobody her heart. I said, relax, this is only the beginning. Don't you with me, baby, know that you're winning. Winning, winning, winning. You're winning. Don't you with me. 
find a savage that just pity chain. No need us arguing over petty things. Look, we'll pull up and foreign horses on the jockey. Green light on gold, baby, who gon' stop me? Girl, rub me three times, I grant you wishes. Don't need no mistletoe to give you kisses. Flashing, I be like, damn girl, you blowing up. I so you skating on, no need them hating on you. Louis, I'm lacing on you, nothing is basic on you. Smile on your face, made me say, girl, you so beautiful. What I got in that safe, that's only for me and you to know. Sinful Lust, 
by Arthur Imani Hilton. Make sure you pick that up. That is actually by Nini Capri Presents. And speaking of Miss Capri, how in black got that fire joint that just came out least? Diamonds, pumpkin, glocks. Man, those two pins are there. So make sure you guys head on over to QueenCityBullies.com. You know, there's some awesome things coming out of that camp, Lee, so it's exciting. Absolutely, absolutely. Tell them what they got from Reach World that's out there as well, Lee. Absolutely. We have author Tasha DeMay. She has her new little joint out. It's her part two of Love, Truth, and Consequences. This is Love, Truth, and Consequences playing dirty. Make sure you go ahead over to Amazon and pick that up. You also have Laces, a Forbidden Love Story by author Black Rose. Make sure you head over and grab that up. And if you aren't into a romance and if you aren't into um Contemporary, and you, you're a Christian fiction reader, and you that's what you love. Make sure you pick up that church life by author Teresa B. Howe. That book is filled with betrayal, suspense, murder, so many things that you would not expect in book. She put it mm. in there, and it's, it's a great mashup. I love authors that have that universal pen where they can take multiple genres and make it work for them within their genre and take their mm-hmm. books and their readers on a just on a joy ride. Right. That is that is a fun and exciting journey. And also out of Nini Capri presents you have Arthur S. Camille Young with that devious deception too. But make sure you get caught up with part one. You know, you can't start part two without starting part one. So make sure you pick that up. And we also have some new ones by Mr. Aaron Bebo himself. Who was our last guest on last night? What is that? Love, drugs, and, and hip hop. Mm, you better pick that yeah, up by the director know, with the pen. That's right. And Elsa Million has actually a new one, "Breaking Through the Silence," and it's a mm-hmm. book about living with mental ill, uh, a mental illness. So make sure again, y'all head over to Amazon, Queen City Bullies, pick up those fabulous fabulous titles, and share. If you have uh, an author or a favorite author or, or books that you enjoy that other people may not know about, make sure you share. You know, make sure you share that. Um, reading is fundamental, it's important, um, and it's needed. And if you see something that you something's coming out and maybe somebody else didn't see it, share that. Um, I always talk about when we had um, – no, we had an author on last year, and I had never uh, read a um, a historical romance. It was it's a historical fiction, but it was a historical romance. I had never really read that genre before, um, and I read that it was the um, Douglas Women. Oh my goodness, that book had more drama than if I picked up a street lit book. I mean, I was like, oh my goodness. In the words of Imani Hilton, I know you lying. That book was everything, and it was it was a historical fiction based on um, Frederick Douglass, his wife, and his mistress. I didn't even know Frederick Douglass had a mistress. (laughs) There you go. You never know what's between the pages of a good. Hardcover books, even on paperback, are pretty right. good as well. 
That is right. That is right. Now, if you want to be a sponsor of Lunch Chat, just send your request to thechatradioshow at gmail.com. Or if you would like to be a guest on the show, um, we we love all of the all of the requests that we have gotten over the summer has been awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So many requests to come on our show. I haven't even gotten through half of the emails um, <laughs> for the people that want to be on the show. So it's really been a really warm welcome for mm-hmm. our show and and just our our new season. Um, of our show, and we I really want to appreciate, uh, thank, and, and I appreciate everybody, um, and yeah. I know T does as well. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we always always enjoy uh, when we're able to share what Lisa and I learn with our listeners because sharing is fundamental as well, Lisa, as well as reading. Absolutely, absolutely, and talking about stuff. You know, people get so caught up in social media, and, I mean, that is a form of talk, but it's not personal. It's not um, intimate. It's not, it's just great to be able to talk about different things and just to really get to know different people on a different level, um, which takes me back to why we do what we do. We allow readers to, to hear and experience. Um, the other side of the pen, what what authors, um, what they're like outside of the book, you know, whether it's a political view or it's their passion other than writing. Sometimes it's, it's education. Sometimes it's um, mass incarceration. But it's always nice to hear something different about them. We have learned something different about um Last night we had learned something different about Omar Tyreek, you know, and, and a lot of times it sometimes it just falls in your lap, but you, you it's good to learn that, and I'm glad that the, the listeners got to listen to um, and they get to listen to on a regular basis these artists um, because mm-hmm. an author is an artist. They're still creating a masterpiece. Um, it's just in the, written in a different form, drawn out in a different form, but it's still all art. Mm-hmm. That's true, and he was a little bit too serious at one point. I had to try to find a a little little wiggle room and let him, you know, light, <laughs> lighten him up. But eventually, he came what out, and, what and he thought know? he didn't I'm have it. To... <laughs> hey, I said, I know what I'm trying to say, and that ain't it. <laughs> but it was all good. He even surprised himself, I think, least. <laughs> Yeah, because he is all business all the time, and I don't even think he realized, like, oh, thank you, you just gave that to us. We appreciate that. So that was an awesome, awesome experience. But sometimes you have to live. You've got to live life. You know, you you, you mm-hmm. can't be serious all the time. you got to live mm-hmm. sometimes. We're going to take a brief break before we bring in um, Blue Marley, he should be in shortly. Okay. okay. I want to, I just love that song by Omar Tyreek that uh, we played We played yesterday. You know, he's okay. going into music, so he's going to put that next notch on his belt as far as music. And we're going to play Like Whatever, and we'll okay. be back. Okay. 
this one It sounds like wrong folks music It's way too smooth to abuse it I'm glad I found this one to choose I let the crew listen to approve it It sounds like a lazy afternoon, dude I order pepper steaks, Jamaican food Hit the boulevard to go and pick it up Got a new shorty trying to hit me up And I'm still that squirrel trying to get a what? So I hit her back to set something up And she said that she ain't really doing nothing And I know that I ain't really doing nothing So I'm like, let's do nothing together And it could be like whatever It's really like whatever We just cruise like whatever Top down like whatever Drink BC Bond like Nothing to do like whatever. It's really like whatever. I mean like whatever. It's like whatever. The queen stepped out the crib to die for. I try to play it off with my eyes for. With her hair and nails, let me get that door. She's just the kind of woman I've been looking for. Now she ride with me with the top down. We listen to the same music going now. I tell her I love the dress you rockin', and I know it's a hundred guys that's clockin', but you ain't thinkin' about spendin' time with them, you ridin' round with me, the OG, with nothing to do, and nowhere to be, yeah, cause you weren't really doin' nothing, and I wasn't really doin' nothing. now we both doin' nothing together, and it's really like whatever, you know like whatever, we just cruise like whatever. Top down like Drink BC by like Me and you like With nothing to do like It's really like I mean like It's like She's smelling real good with the wind blowing Gotta split up a dress with a thigh showing Make a brother think about some other things Got me leaning back like a young king She look over and ask what I'm smiling about I tell her she might be one to turn me out She started laughing and called me crazy But she a bad lady, I ain't that crazy This girl got a look that's criminal And I'm wide awake, nothing subliminal Shorty knows she got her hooks in me Anytime you spend this time doing nothing Like a break at the job when you lunching Now we riding around doing nothing together And it's all gravy like whatever Just chillin' like whatever We just cruise like whatever Top down like whatever Drink BC by like whatever Me and you like With nothing to do like whatever It's really like whatever I mean like whatever It's like All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. This is Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know, I got my right-hand girl, Miss C over here. We're talking that talk about making the game work for you. We got our first guest in, rap artist Blue Marley. Hey, Blue, Whoa. how are you? Hey, Blue. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What to do? What to do? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, y'all know, y'all know what it is when I get on here. It's time to wake up. You ain't woke already. It's time to wake up. I know. You trying to What's come in and shake things up. Yeah, it's time to know, shake it up. Hey, no, Rob. You see, he knocking stuff over. 
came in no, and took his own little seat. I'm ready. I'm ready. How y'all doing? Good. Good. We good. What's been going on on Blue's world? You've been working. You've been working. What's going on in your world? What ain't going on? That's the question. First off, let me uh, let me let me say hi to all my fans, my family, my my friends, my clone heads, which are my new fans. Um, everything going on. I I, I don't know where, where y'all want me to start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can start um, like, wherever like, you want to. Like I'm 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 gonna say like you know it's it's been a real blessing like to just. I don't know, man, to just really wake up and still be doing what I'm doing every day. Um, I mean, I, there's so much going on. Like, I was blessed. Like, shout out to my boy, uh, P-Nice. Shout out to P-Nice Big. Like, you know, um, the whole push situation, for those who don't know what push is, is uh, 8-Ball and MJG's label. Uh, shout out to Duprano. He's the uh, manager of the label also. He, he manages P-Nice and 8-Ball and MJG. And um, they – have, you know, allowed me to take tour dates with them and be on the road and, you know, actually get that experience of being in auditoriums all the time with them, you know, and, and it's that's been crazy alone. And that's just, a, you know, and that's an affiliation situation. It's been real crazy. On top of that, you know, um, my my single bankroll has is, is definitely uh, got the distribution, you know what I'm saying? I'm proud of that, you know what I'm saying? With the Queen Bullies, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's what they it, it got serious distribution for the single. Um, I, I'm hearing that they're gonna do like fundraisers with for Street Is X and the Street Money team, like on you know on behalf of my name and stuff like that. And, and the single, you know, to to just show appreciation to their whole little side of the world. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, man, I can keep going. I got an album dropping in South Africa. Shout out to Victor Rose. You know what I'm saying? Victor Rose, he on. Uh, Gossi, I forgot the, the numbers. I want to say 97.4 or something like that. Uh, Gossi Radio um, over in South Africa, they dropping it out. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's called title Blue Diamond. I think that's what they say. You know, Blue Diamond go hard. So <laughs> I say that's why. I say that's why they did it like that. You know what I'm saying? They doing it Blue Diamond. I got a, I got two mixtapes dropping also. Like DJ Dimp, he's a Florida DJ. For those who may not know who he is, you should know. If you don't, you better Google it. He's like the man in Tallahassee, Florida right now, for real. DJ Demp is that guy, and I've been fortunate enough for him to, um, you know, bless me with with, with his whole skill and, and his, his, his whole package, everything that comes with DJ Demp with Blessing Blue Marley with the new project, Dirty Palm Tree, and that's the new mixtape I'm dropping, and um, that's with DJ Demp. That's with my mainstream DJ, and then I'm going to come back with uh, DJ Cartel. If y'all don't know DJ Cartel, Google him also. Look him up. DJ Cartel, he's also another uh, Tallahassee, a Florida DJ. He's doing a lyrical mixtape on me. I'm going I'm to I'm spread that out. It's called Robs, and the Robs stands for the return of Beanie Siegel. So you know I'm going okay. uh, yeah, to put my foot all in the rap game's ass, excuse my friend, <laughs> on that, on that mixtape alone. I mean, but we can keep talking. We can keep Absolutely. Talking. Y'all, y'all, y'all talk to me. But that brings us to our topic. Our topic is making the game work for you, which is what you do so well. Can you talk a little, just a little bit about um, some of the 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 hard, the hardest part of creating your own lane um, in the in the in the rap industry itself? I mean, to me, the way I look at it, like a lot, 
the hard part of the business, as far as creating lanes and getting hurt, I mean, getting hurt and getting a buzz is not as easy sometimes as people claim it is. Because, you know, um, everybody will say, like, well, if you you use this avenue, if you use that avenue, it, you know, I don't see no reason, excuse me, why you should, shouldn't create a buzz. But it's different stuff for different folks. I don't, I don't, you know, me, myself, first, I don't tell anybody no one way that'll work for them, you know. You got to, in this business, you really got to take all avenues because it, it, it's, it's like a football team. If you got one cheerleader out there and she going hard for you, you know what I mean? Like, they may hear, they may not, you know. But if you got 11 cheerleaders out there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. out of 11 cheerleaders, I'm going to get somebody attention. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I, you know, the same hustle goes to the game. Like, you got to. You got to go with all the avenues that are open, especially as an independent artist. Like, because, like, like I've said so much in the past, like, nobody's really coming to you no more. Like, like they say they looking for talent. You hear this all the time. Our labels looking for, we looking for the next, da 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 da. They are, but they aren't. They look, when they say they looking for them, they looking for you to show them who you are. Not that we're out looking for you for real. We out. Got our A and R's. I don't even know why A and R's is still a part of the game. No more. they don't do nothing like that. <laughs> like like I'm just saying. The reason I say it's because they not out scouting talent no more like they used to. It's all about now. Like the guys is doing what they got to do to get people's attention. Like, are you gonna be Absolutely. a? Are you you know what I'm saying? Are you gonna be an edgy artist that's gonna uh, say the, all the wrong things to get the you know? Are you gonna Donald Trump <laughs> on the mic so everybody will be like, oh look at look at him. Uh, look at her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if you ain't mm-hmm. going to be like that, you definitely got to get on your grind. You got to get the DJs to fuck with you. You got to get uh, models to fuck with you. You got to get club owners to fuck with you. You got to get, you know what I'm saying, promoters to fuck with you. You got to get every uh, radio, streets, everything, any avenue that is open for you to promote yourself. You're going to have to spend money on yourself. Look for investors to spend money in you. All this matters. All of it matters. You know, for the low budget guys, though, I tell them like, you know, you ain't really got that budget, like you ain't really got that check like that to really, you know, I can't go to World Star and pay them for this video and da 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 A B C and D. But sometimes, you know, you you got to do what's in your means. Then, like, every city has DJs. Every city has club promoters. Every city has radio. You know. You don't got to be from your market to stab other markets and get them to get on your music. You just need to go in those markets with a plan, you feel me, with a game plan, mm-hmm. and get at the people that, that the shakers and movers. It's your job as an artist or, you know, as a music company or whatever that's attached to you as an artist. That's your job to find out what market popping, how I get in it, how I get my artists in it, what do we do to shake and move? Who are the shake and movers? Who are the push? The guys that's pushing the buttons around here to making the yays go yay and the nays go nay. I gotta get at them, and I gotta get this this plan. Music is a, it's just like a hustle. It's a plan. You gotta put it in the in their face, showing the blueprint, so they can believe it. Nobody's gonna believe it if you don't bring it to them nowadays, and that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, now, what Absolutely. are your thoughts? Oh, go ahead, Steve. No, I was going to have, you know, we have some listeners. This is Tony. We have some listeners, and we have a hand up that we'll take in just a minute, but you, I just want to backtrack about A&R. Can you just explain to what the to the listeners what A&R means? Well, to me, I, I tell them, you know what I'm saying? The, I'm going to tell you what I say A&R means. 
and A and R is like, you know what I'm saying? He he or she is realistically like an assistant representative of yourself. Meaning that they are supposed to whether it comes with a budget or or, or whatever, you know, they supposed to take your music. It, it, you know what I'm saying? If they're not out really scouting talent, looking for talent from a label, if they're working on your behalf, they're supposed to take your music just like PRs do. They take your music, go out, you know, they, they, they got to put it in the, people, the people's hands that need it. You know, A&Rs, a lot of times, you know, they'll run up to like, like, like the Southeast, say the whole Southeast. You got one guy, he's going to come out of Atlanta, he's going to hit Alabama. He's going to put your music, your single. Let me just going to say single. We ain't going to say your, your mixtape. We're going to say your single. He's going to put your single in Alabama. He's going to put your single in, in Florida, Texas, Virginia, uh, uh, West Virginia, every, every you know, North Carolina. And he's going to get into the radio. He's going to get into the, 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 the DJs that are in the clubs that are real DJs that are really uh-huh, playing uh-huh. and breaking records. That's what they get. That's actually what they get paid to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They get paid to push your single. And the reason why I say some of them ain't doing stuff like that no more is because a lot of artists is missing the, missing the fact that, you know, you're your biggest cheerleader now. You're, you, if, you don't, if you don't get out and do it, nobody's going to do it as much as they used to back in the day. Like, like, like. I give artists granted because I'm one myself. We need to be babysitting. A lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like to babysit us as artists. Like, they like, you know, this dude, think he's so hot and he's so presidential all of a sudden. Like, who he think he is? Like, you know, but it ain't about this. It's the fact that you got to understand, like, artists do got to be babysitted just because of the simple fact that you want to make sure that they they don't become liabilities. Like, you don't want to, That's you know, right. they got to think of, yeah, exactly. Like, they got to they gotta take care of themselves, too, now. They got to understand to know right from wrong. Don't get yourself in no, caught up in no dumb stuff. Right. Don't, beat on, don't beat on that girl and go to jail. Don't go out there and sell that dope <laughs> and get caught up. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do stupid stuff that's going to get you Don't take you down the road with you. <laughs> you feel me? Like, for real. Don't, don't, don't get tricked. So, so, the, so this is why I tell artists, like, you got to be your biggest cheerleader because in the midst of you being babysitted, you know what I'm saying, you got to be your A&R, too. You got to be your DJ, too. You got to be, you got to promote yourself. You can't just walk in buildings no more and just stand there like 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 you're on, especially if you ain't on. Because trust and believe me, the That's guys right. that are on, like the young thugs, I just, like, I just did a concert with these dudes. Like, young thugs, we just did a concert, me, P-Nice, we did a concert in Columbia, South Carolina, um, at their biggest auditorium that they got stadium out there, whatever. Uh, Young Thug, Yo Gotti, T.I., uh, uh, Breezy. Uh, man, it was a whole lineup, but we was there, too. So, you know, I'm thank you. I'm proud of that. But that was like, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, <laughs> I got to watch, you know, guys that, I mean, I I do work with guys like Gotti and T. Y'all know I got records with these guys, so I ain't no stranger to them. But to get in the midst of some of them, like Young Thug, and ain't no, I'm not shitting on Young Thug, no disrespect to Thug, I'm just being real. Some of the guys that are on right now, they so on that when you come to their shows, they, they are letting you know that they're on. They act on. like They act like I'm so on, I don't got to really perform. I get up here and, I, and my song drops. This, this, I'm, I'm going to give y'all an example. This is Young Thug at the concert. Young Thug got the mic. He like, y'all ready for that Jeffrey? Yeah. Who ready for that new Jeffrey? We are. Trust 
scream if you're ready for that Jeffrey. Scream again if you're ready for that Jeffrey. <laughs> then he, then, then say, then say, hey, listen now, then say, he say, hold on, let me get it right. He be like, Jesus, hold down. Jesus, hold down. Then everybody be like, Jesus, hold down. The whole crowd start singing the song. Jesus, hold down. Then the shit drops. Oh, like a team in the night. I think it's the name of the book. The hell out of the night. The whole song start rocking. Say like two words. He like, like a thief in the... I take it. Take it. She got the head up. And, like, and then it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, listen to me now, as a fan, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm a fan, I'm a fan, uh-huh. I just paid a hundred and something dollars to get a mug freaking ticket to come see you. You rich, you own, I love it. Okay, you one of the idols, you young thugging. Woo, best friend, best friend, we get it. But nigga, uh-huh. at the end of the day, I done paid a hundred and something dollars as a fan to come see you perform. Why am I performing? <laughs> Like, 
you know, bitch, you know, you get the memo, and y'all singing my song for me, like, the whole time. Like, I want y'all mm-hmm. to get involved with me, but I'm not going right. to, I'm not just going to let you do my show. You see what I'm saying? Right. What, uh-huh, what'd, you, right. what'd, you, what'd you pay for? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So, we do have a hand up. I'm going to uh, ask you one question. Uh, so say we're sitting here, because we are always sitting here with you uh, yeah. at least twice a year. So a year from now, we're sitting here. We're celebrating Blue Marley's year. Uh, and what a great mm-hmm. year you had. Mm-hmm. And what what would you say your biggest achievement would be? My biggest achievement this year so far. Not Man. so far, because remember, this is a next year question. So you, yeah. you have to. So I got to think there. about next year. Next year, I got to tell you, I got to answer now for next year. Me think about what you want to accomplish. Next year. Yeah, what you want to What okay. do Blue Marley want to accomplish in 2016? Okay, this this is what their accomplishment is going to be. Okay. Uh, 20, 2017, we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the video that was already done and how much noise it made with me, P-Nice, and Young Dolph off the roll-on mm. finger because it's, gonna, right. it's going down this year, and, and, it, and by next year, it's going to, you know, steak sauce. We'll all probably be chopping up steak and crab legs and all that other stuff, and, and, and we're going to be talking about that, like how the single took off. Dolph, we did the video. You know, my belt was just as shiny as Dolph's. We're going to talk about all that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> what else we going to talk about? We're going to talk about why I got on these elephant tusks uh, jewelry, why I got on elephant tusks jewelry made from South Africa, gold elephant tusks on my neck, because the album then blew up over there in South Africa, and they calling me Zulu Marley now. Y'all going to be asking me, why did you change your name to Zulu Marley? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gonna, the conversation is probably going to go something like that. You know? That's, that's some big news right here. Boo, do you actually have a shoe deal with Sean Carter? You know, something like that. We might be talking about something like that next, this time next year. <laughs> all, all right, right all right. Yeah. We got to bring you our know, caller in. You ready to take a call? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk to the callers. I want to talk to the people. Okay. Okay. So we got 201-486. The boss lady, Nene Capri. Welcome to the chat room. Well, Lottie Ja. Lottie Ja. Lottie Ja. I'm sitting over here listening to... Uh, to Zulu Marley over here, okay. you know, I had to <laughs> chime in, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know what was going on. I started hearing Coming to America theme songs and stuff. Yeah, I was like, yeah, wow, I wonder the rose petals. I was wondering about the rose petals. I was like, dang, when I come to the concert, is he going to throw down the petals? You know what I'm saying? I was like, you yeah, know, okay. when we show up, you know, with uh, Let's Chat and Real Raw Radio show up, can we get the petals? You know what I'm saying? Where you got the tusk and the ivory and everything. Can mm-hmm. we just, you know, because we had the petals thrown down, you know, as we come Absolutely. in into the, into mm-hmm. the venue. Uh, we gonna, we gonna, we, uh, you know, that's the type of conversation I'm trying to have this time yeah. this year. Like, like, why, like, I want you, Mimi, I want you to be like blue. I told mm-hmm. you the, the red petals. Like, why was they throwing <laughs> yellow petals down on the whole time? Like, they wasn't doing didn't have that. his understanding. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have an understanding. I wanted we didn't have an accord. We didn't have an accord. I thought we had an accord. I thought we had an accord. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Accord. <laughs> <laughs> we got to use a accord for this type of situation. We're going to be on a higher level. So we're going to be saying, That's I thought right. we had an accord. You know what I'm saying? You That's have to right. say it with bass and stuff, an accord. You know? That's right. 
I'm hoping I'm hoping they have uh have chairs or something that we can sit on the ladder. We're gonna be kind of high back around that yeah. time. So yeah. I'm trying to yeah. get on a cloud and actually sit Absolutely. on a cloud. I, I ain't seen, I seen humans get to the moon, but I ain't seen nobody sit on a cloud. I want to do on that. a cloud. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think we should start now. I think we should start now if we want to be successful in that endeavor. Because that's heavy science okay. right there. That's heavy right there. I think we should start now. Because don't you wait till next year to take us up on the cloud. We haven't practiced. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I'm on I need to look. practice. I want to, I, need to, I need a couple of test runs. But uh, thank you, Blue. I just wanted to jump in right quick. I was waiting for you to come on so I can hear your voice. And also, you know, thank you as well as your team. Thank you, Leisha, for the connection. Um, we, we are going to be able to honor uh, Bankroll Fresh as well as yourself with that charity piece from Queen City Bullies. Amir Smith is going to have mm-hmm. that CD. So when we put it on, it'll be going up tonight. So it will be live tomorrow on the Queen City Bullies website. And definitely for those first 30 days, Get it, I want to definitely tell y'all it. too, like thank y'all, thank y'all, like that that thank was a blessing you. too, like to get that distribution, you know, that distribution that was big, like yeah. on the single that, I, like you thank know what I'm saying, because yeah. I always like when people pay attention to my music and think it's something, you know, and think it's something. You never know when blessings coming out of the sky. That was a real blessing Absolutely. right there. I appreciate it. We grateful. We're grateful. You always give us good music. You know, every time you come on, you leave a really good blessing behind that we continue to play all the way up until you come back on. <laughs> We're still mm-hmm. playing the music that you gave us a year ago, you know, to yeah. honor, you know, the blessing of that, you know. And we thank you, you know, for that. And always, like like you said, whenever Leisha calls and, and says, come on, no matter where you are in the middle of whatever you're in the middle of the studio, you will stop and talk to us. And we thank you and appreciate, you know, you and your whole team and staff. Everybody is very cordial. Everybody I'm working with gets things over very fast, and they work good in your name. Um, so yep. thank you for that. We appreciate that. Oh, man, I love yeah. coming here. Like, like there's no better place to be. I, every time I come, uh-huh. I have fun. See, that's fun. a blessing. Greatest thank interviews I've ever been a part of. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Now we got one more. We got one more hand up. Yes, go ahead and take it. I'm gonna go back into the mute and get some work done. Thanks, Blue. I'll be in touch. It goes up tomorrow. QueenCityBullies.com. One click, one click, one click. But Bankroll Fresh, rest well. Bankroll Fresh. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Blue, for this great piece of work. This is a charity item, y'all. Get over there and get to clicking tomorrow. Bye. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Boss Lady. Thank you. Thank you. And we got eight five zero. I hope y'all heard that, my fans. I hope y'all heard that. I'm up tomorrow. Fans. That's right. Bank roll. All my fans that want that bankroll is up tomorrow. Y'all heard of Queen Bullies. Y'all fuck with me. Yes. <laughs> we got eight five zero five two four. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, this is JCEO. Y'all already know. This is JCEO. What's happening? What's up, Hey, JCEO. Oh, the boss. <laughs> the boss. Nah. I just had to call in and get me some. Y'all was turn, y'all was turned. I had to get me some of this. Yeah, you turn, man. You know it's always turn when I'm in the building with them, man. It's always oh yeah, turn. oh yeah. We time. appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Well, how I you appreciate you. Hey, I'm doing great. You know everything is everything is good. When y'all got my artists on the line, that means you know great things are happening for me as well. So. It's just great representation of our company, Bird School Records, and what we're trying to uh, accomplish, you know, with Blue as an artist and as a brand. And uh, we're just continuously building day by day, and, you know, great things are happening for him. So that means great things are happening for me. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I was about to tell y'all today. that. Mm-hmm. I was about to see, I was I said I was about to tell y'all that y'all ain't gotta ask him how he do it. He probably eats some steak right now. <laughs> <laughs> probably eats some steak I do, right now. I do I do London do some wine from London often. or something. <laughs> pretty off. <laughs> but now our topic yes, today sir. is making the game work for you. And you know, yeah. between you and Demario, I appreciate y'all because anything I ask, y'all are always like anything for you. Can you talk a little bit about yeah. how you make the game work for you being an independent um label? Yeah, well basically, you know, we, we put together a uh strategic power team, um, you know, of of heavy hitters that uh, all all have like business minds as me and Blue share, and you know we basically gave them the blueprint on what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, and I mean in in the industry, you know people are gonna find out you can't do it by yourself. You know you you don't have to necessarily ask for handouts because if you put in enough work, people gonna offer you shit. You ain't gotta worry about asking because we get offers on the table each and every day. You know what I'm saying? For some type of business because of what our business has shown. So, you know, most importantly I'll say, you know, you get your get your hot ass artists like what I got and you put together your power team like what we have and, and you you will be successful if everyone has the right mind to want to accomplish and win. Uh, That's it. That is so true. That's mm-hmm. true. And in this industry, you know, even more so. See? Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Can you? Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. So can you tell us, this is Tony, um, what has been your greatest joy on your journey thus far? Uh, Really, really just watching Blue as an artist uh, grow um, into not just an artist but a businessman. I mean, me and him, we've mm-hmm. been together for um, almost eight, nine years now, and yeah. we wow. we have we have been able to accomplish. I mean, so so many things so fast, um, and and now that we are a, a full full fledged record company, we are a magazine, we are a brand, we are. You know, we we are LLC. We are a a company that actually makes money in the music industry independently. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I, I you know our greatest accomplishments and my greatest uh, accomplishments have been all with with watching Blue develop and you know seeing him on some of the stages. Like he was telling you earlier, he just you know, was on a, a stage of, I mean, it, it had to be well over 5,000 in that arena. Yeah, probably you the know, biggest man. stage of my life. <laughs> you know, I mean, doing things from, you know, in the clubs at home when we doing, you know what I'm saying, 50, 100, 200 people to going and doing shows where, you know, he's on the biggest stages. And even myself, you know, through some of his business have put me, you know, in positions and on stages and, and business relationships are formed. And it, it's just been a great experience for us both. You know, I believe uh-huh. in in him as a brand. I believe in him, him as a person. I believe in him as my brother that he's going to do what he's supposed to do. And he believes all in the same 
you know, when it comes to me and putting his career in my hands. And I just, you know, set out to make sure he has what he needs to, uh, you know, continue to make hit records and be able to receive, you know, distribution deals like what we're receiving and, and opportunities to be on records that, you know, could possibly bring us millions and millions of dollars and be able to uh, get clothing endorsements and different sponsors and things and, you know, just mm-hmm. do the things that we that we do, you know. So it, that's pretty much what, what it has been for me, just watching him grow, you know, as an artist mm-hmm. and, more or less as a businessman because he taught me all in all this business because I started out as an artist myself, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and Blue, Blue saw, you know, direction in me that I didn't see. And I'm glad he saw it because of where I am today and what I am doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. Some, sometimes, sometimes for what you're doing, you have to sit back and see just what makes sense and, and do That's that. Right. And that's where we are. Absolutely. We we do what makes sense. And if it don't make sense, we're not doing it. You know, it's just where we are. So he's led me down this path. And, I mean, we we winning. We're going to continue to win. Uh, Like you said, we're about to do an overseas album. Um, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest things he'll do. You know, as an independent artist, going that that's some shit Jay-Z did a few years back, you know. So we're trying to basically establish ourselves as, as independent moguls uh, doing it how we doing it, you know, with our system and what works for us. And now it's, mm-hmm. you know, to the point that I can walk other artists through some of our channels and, and get their music, you know, established. And it, it's, it all, you know, comes back to Blue Marley and the pace he set, the tone he set. That's and all. that's where we are, how we are, and that's how we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. This, I'm just gonna jump in for one second. Um, Jay, this is Tony. Lisa asked uh-huh. uh, Molly a, a great question. I'm I'm not sure if you heard it about where he will be a year from now. What will we be celebrating? And, you know, we're gonna be right. doing the Zulu Molly with the rose petals and all. But where oh, will yeah. <laughs> what will we be celebrating? What would Jay be celebrating as an independent? What would you be celebrating a year from now? I mainly would just, you know, I, I will mainly celebrate the blessing of life, um, the mm-hmm. blessing of being able to, um, you know, pretty much be able to put him in position to be a Zulu Marley. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to go out here and make business relationships, regardless of whether it's in in the United States or overseas with some people that speak speak a different language. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's, mm-hmm. it, it, it's that's what it is for me, you know. So that's where I'm gonna be. Just you know, it, I'll I'll be, you know, pretty much smoking Cuban cigars and wearing wearing French silk every day, you know, like you said with uh with ele- with what elephant chucks with, with, zebra, with zebra on with zebra converse yeah. on or something like yeah. that, you know. That's, that's, right, that's yeah. what we doing. You know, I got my you know I got gold. I got my 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 bottom teeth. They all gold. I was thinking about getting my canine teeth the zebra stripe white gold after you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Lord, not yeah. the zebra stripe yeah. white gold. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Get a tattoo tattoo on my neck that say King of Zamunda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, you know, we got to do yeah. some different stuff. We got to let them know we're here. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful Absolutely. thing. I mean, we we laugh we laugh about it, but it's beautiful, man, to be able to go, you know, all all the way into another country. And Blue Marley has been on, you know, the top 100 Billboard sh- uh, charts for South Africa for about two years now. He made it all wow. the way to like number two uh, within the last two years. So uh, he's had several records that has done great on FM radio at Gagasi and at Ananda. 88.4 FM in South Africa. Shout out to Victor Rose Jr. Incorporated. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he's, he, I mean, it's it's definitely a blessing. And we laugh about it because we know what's going to happen. Because we've yeah. already prayed over the situation. We know the business deal that we've involved ourselves with. We know who we're working with and we know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So we know yeah, what's going to happen. Hey, the, and to cap off on what he's saying, to cap off on what he's saying, like, it's not a game because, you know, I got to the point, like, well, with the record photo girl, it got to the point in, you know, South African radio that, it, like he said, it was like number three, number two on the chart. And mm-hmm. it was at, at a time they was willing to do a concert with uh, Future, me, and Rocco. And it did, the only reason the concert did, they was going to fly us all out, give us everybody fat chicks. Only reason the concert didn't go down because they couldn't get Future to lock in for the date that they really needed. They, they, they didn't want to show yeah. because of his schedule. Well, Rocco, you know, and, and no disrespect to Rocco, shout out to Big Buck, but at the end of the day, Rocco was still a little salty because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they, didn't, they didn't play Rocco music like that over there. They knew who he was, but nobody was playing him like that. And they was, they was offering Rocco five to like they want to get Rocco like five to seven bands. They was offering Blue Marley. Yeah. They were thirteen. They was trying to get future yeah. six uh 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 twenty five or thirty and at that yeah. time and they was trying to give me thirteen thousand dollars. I I ain't never got no money like that for no show. And and I wanted mm-hmm. they I wanted they was gonna fly me out, my my old lady, Jay, like uh 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 who else? They're like one of our camera dudes, like they oh they was gonna fly yeah. the whole yeah whole load of us. It was going down, but the future day couldn't go down because uh, it's scheduled. Rocco was feeling some type of way because like his song, some, uh, like uh, uh, Rich Homie's song, some type of way, he was feeling some type of way because he was getting <laughs> way less mo- you know, money than Blue Marlin. He didn't understand that because he like in the United States, I'm Rocco the Don. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Everybody knows yeah. me. Blue still trying to get in, and, and you know, and I haven't had, you know, I've been a part of the A1 situation. You know, that was one of my first big things when I got on with A1, when I came, you know what I'm saying, before I had uh, got incarcerated and all that extra stuff back then. But uh-huh. I'm just saying that to say this, like, like Jay's right. Like, it's been a big thing, a big deal because, you know, we didn't, we've been dealing with them to the point that they were willing back then to bring me in out there on uh-huh. a budget like that. So, you know, in this album, I'm, I'm just really – Thinking to myself when this album go down and you know they're all they're already distribute you know there's distribution behind it is 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 promo behind it all this stuff they're doing in a foreign market like that I mean and, uh-huh. and it's gonna be big I can only you know what I'm saying just between me and y'all I can only imagine like you know what I'm saying the type of money they're gonna uh-huh. be talking when it when it when it hit the surface you feel me because they gonna they gonna relate like this Blue Marley this the dude that had that photo girl song that was number two. On our station forever, like he even right. got the whole album. Like you know what I'm saying? That's, it just sound like it sound like we finna be lit. But I got a question for y'all because I remember Exhibit. Um, 
I, I want to say it was exhibit talking about um, how how music gets out faster overseas. Can you guys talk a little bit about that? Because a lot of stars or a lot of celebrities, oh, yeah. whether they're uh, rap artists or R&B, when you put their stuff overseas, it sells better than it does right here in their own home. It's really just because and you got to think. We're the United States of America. And I'm just going to get real politic, you know, like turn into a politician for two seconds. We're the United States of America, so at the end of the day, we're the country that has the biggest fans. We're the biggest want to be like the biggest idolized country ever. You know, you got uh, people in Japan that's when, you know, the tight pants that, that, that slide down off their ass and, and, and they doing B-boy stuff and, and, you know, going to the black culture, the culture of hip-hop, all that stuff like that that comes with hip-hop. So mm-hmm. when you're thinking of music going in foreign countries, it's going to move a little faster because those foreign countries are are doing two things. Like they playing catch-up with what's going on in the state. But at the same, because they always looking and, and trying to be like, you feel what I'm saying? And they always saying um, updated with our fads and our, our trends and the things like that. So when when they get music from certain artists, especially the artists they like, you don't even have to be a big artist. You could be a independent artist. And if they like you like that and you got something that's of promo, when they look you up in them foreign countries and they look on the YouTube, you're there. They look on... Uh, uh, digital websites and see your singles and they're there. These people are like going crazy about you because they're still into the uh, the realm of liking good music, liking uh, 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 real talent. All this type mm-hmm. stuff moves them. You see what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. All of them ain't so like, yeah, but the reason why I say it is because you just, you think about this. Look at an artist like uh, let's, let's say like I don't know. Let, uh, let's say your son. Let's say Young Thug, for instance. Okay, okay, Young Thug could get booked. He could get booked, and I'm just saying this for all sake or whatever. He could get booked in uh, London, and they could fly him, or they could be like, we ain't going to send Thug because Thug got uh, 40 dates, and we can't get him. But we got the Thug lookalike. You know how they have some of those stand-ins? When you get mm-hmm. super big, you know, you get to the point that you can have an actual stand. I didn't even know this shit, but, you know, I know it now. But you can have a stand-in in a foreign country, and he'll look alike, and he got the fake tattoos drawn on him and everything, hair blonde, in the same place as yours, blonde, he's skinny like you, and when he get up close on him, you don't look nothing like, but far off, it looks just like him. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when he on the stage, he ain't coming out there to make 60000 like Thug would have made if he came. He probably going to make 10000 Well, that mm-hmm. type of stuff lets you know right there that they're not – they they're wrapped up into the big artists that we got in our in our uh, country and stuff like that. But if you're not really a superstar, you to to foreign countries, you you're all of us are independent. You see what I'm saying? Right. Everybody's independent to foreign countries because if you're not a superstar that's really getting a list promotion every day, when I turn BET on, when I look at BET London, I'm seeing uh, Ti Young Thug. Uh, 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 Wale, uh, Rose, this dude, this dude, Gotti, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying dudes like this. Those dudes on on levels where they looking at them like superstars because they see them all the time. Well, uh-huh. if you are independent artist or a mainstream artist that's not getting that A-list promotion like that to them, you're no different than a Blue Marley. You know what I'm saying? Rocco is no different uh-huh. than Blue Marley to them. Uh, 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 who else? 
uh, I mean, a lot of half of the new artists that they came out right now, they're no different than a Blue Marley to these people. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's all about if we who we get on first. If we get on Blue Marley first before we get on Lil Yachty, then I ain't really on Yachty's song like that. I'm on that Blue Marley, though. That, that bankroll got us rolling in Africa. But then when they come back and hit a yacht, they like, oh, okay, that dude, all right, who that is? But in the States, they like, man, you don't know this? Like, that's, that's little yacht. You know, he the dude. Like, this the next they, they, You know, they calling out about him. But they over in South Africa like, oh, that's cool. But we know this dude. We falling out wow. by him. You see what I'm saying? So the music, mm-hmm. the music moves fast like that with everybody because they just so caught up into the hip-hop culture and stuff. And they like good music still. They don't. They still right. figuring out who's bigger than who. Who's who's really that person or that person? If you ain't coming in they and on their land and their soil like that, getting off them jets and off them planes, and they looking at you like, oh, that's that superstar. Everybody's in the same bracket to them. Mm. Wow, that says that speaks volumes. But you know, um, well, before you leave the chat room, I want you to shout out your social media sites, but I'm also going to put you on the on the hot seat for just a second. This okay. is Tony. Let's do it. Um, you I know, see. I love, <laughs> I love when we have rap artists coming on. And before you mm-hmm. leave the chat room, you gotta spit something about me and Leisha, and let's chat. So you gotta have to do it off the cuff and make it hot mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and just do your thing. So shout out to social media sites so our listeners can follow you and what you may have coming up as well. Hold on, real quick, before I start shouting out, I wanna, I want, I, I want, let me get these. Let me make sure because when I start doing my thing, I'm putting down. Let me write down every name. I need give me some. Start saying names right now. Okay, well, my name Tony. is Tony. I got that one. See ya, Alicia. Yeah. And don't need me to be the boss lady. I got the boss lady. And this is Lush Chat. I got And this is Lush Chat. Yeah, Chat. Let me hold. You know what I'm saying? Cause I. You know what I'm saying? Me right now, one more name. I might want to shout him out. We got Jay. We got Jay. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Social media. Okay. Social media. Set this out. Y'all, all my peoples, all my fans, all my clone heads, y'all go Google me. Blue Marley, B-L-U-E-M-A-R-L-E-Y. Okay? All right. Y'all go on Facebook. Look, go on Facebook. It is Blue Marley. My Instagram is at I am Blue Marley. My Twitter mm-hmm. is at Marley World, M-A-R-L-E-Y-W-O-R-L-D. That is my social network, social media, everything. If you want to get okay. at me, like, basically Google me, though. You can Google me like your favorite rapper. It'll send you everywhere you need to be. Okay. Pretty much. All right. And speaking of Facebook, Marley, this is Tony. Now, I sent you a friend request. I want you to to let me into your world now, okay? Now, I don't want to wait till you get to Zulu, Marley. I want Marley. (laughs) You know I'm going to have to go delete somebody. Somebody got to, you know, I'm I'm 5,000 and better. I got to go delete somebody. Somebody, whoever gets deleted today, it ain't my fault. Bring Tony. (laughs) <laughs> I don't need no, nobody aiming at me when I come to the shows. That nigga done deleted me. You know, they get personal by Facebook nowadays. You liable to get shot deleting somebody. I know, that's right. Niggas, but don't inbox me. Just accept me. That's <laughs> right. Okay, we ready, man, we ready for that hot 16. We ready for that hot 16. Come on, come on. 
They ready for my hot sixteen. I'm gonna do it slow. Mm-hmm. Too. Check this out. I want to. I gotta do a real slow. Can I? Can I get a look? Ain't nobody wanna just tap on the table like. Can we get some Zulu drums? Just tap on the table for a bit, a little bit, like just a. Let's see y'all clap. Can I just get a light clap? <laughs> can I get a light clap? You know what I'm talking about? This, this nigga. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I like that. I like to feel a little rhythm. You want me to start spitting huh? my, my rhymes over here, too? You want me to, you oh, want, we going to do a duo? Oh, hold on, I hear. Oh, you going to spit something? Go ahead and give me a little bit first. Give me an ounce. Give, give me a taste. Give me a little taste. I just need a little taste. I hear the crap now. I hear the crap. Let's get it. Where you at? Come on, we eat all day with this. Let's go. I know you know your little rhyme already. Don't let it. <laughs> Come on, Jay, help uh, us out now. <laughs> uh, come on. Let's get it now. Let's go. Come on, Jay, help us out. Come on, help oh. us out. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Matthew oh. Cheese. Yeah. Blue and Jay on the chat show with Lisa and Tony getting it in, you know. We're going to hit it from the bottom to the top. That's how it go. Bird School Radio. Catch me any day, chilling all day, all night. Wanna take it, Molly get it, take it over, kill these niggas with that shit. I'm gone. Okay, okay. I'm about to hit the reaper. Shout out to my homegirl Lisa. And look, Mimi, they say you the boss lady. And I ain't trying to be crazy or acting fucking shady. They say they want me to rap on this chat, so I did it. Tell them little niggas don't admit it. I'm the best that ever done it and doing it all day. The niggas want me come over now, we not gonna play. I don't play with no kids, though I keep them little toys. Aiming at them girls, fucking around with them boys. Oh no, no day over here, nigga. I keep a thriller, and I am that nigga. Looking for the thriller. Hey, Tony, Tony, Tony. I ain't talking about them singers. Will you please come over here and give me a little ring? I'm trying to call my little mama and tell her to come over. I know she got a cutlet, but she want to range over. I got to do that, though. We going to make it happen. And I'm going to do a little more than just be fucking racking. I might go get a little J-O-B and brain change. And when I'm done, baby, you remember my name. Ain't nothing changed to B-L-U at the E, bitch. Please, if you think you're going to ever go leave me, I get M-O-N-E-Y. Till the day that I die, it's so easy to me. Like saying my ABC, come on, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S H T U V W X. Who the fuck gonna fuck with me? All right, all right, all right. Yeah! Yeah! Well, you sick, man. You know, yeah. Nigga did, that nigga did a whole it, alphabet. Yeah. I just said my ABCs and rap. Like, come on, yeah. man. Like, I, you know, that, that just like, I ain't even really feel like rap. I just did it to do it. And I did that because, you know, when they had, what that little dude they had on uh, the talk show, they had him on, uh, I came from, I forgot which rap it was. It wasn't Yachty, it was the other one. And they was telling him, like, the freestyle on the uh, beat, and the, he got the going. I was talking about, oh, man, it's just one of them old-ass beats. Don't play that for me because I ain't going to rap on that, bruh. Like, I, I, I'm a I'm a rock star. We don't do that. Like, I, that's why I said, man, ain't no disrespect. I'm probably going to make a song dissing all these young rappers that just came out just on GP because they is like, I know the game that changed and evolved. 
But this is hip hop, okay? This is where this stuff mm-hmm. started. You you don't take something because you feel like well it's changing and it's doing this and that and then shit on every pioneer that you know made paved the way for you to be where you at. You don't do that. Like at the end of the day, like lyrics and stuff still matter. And and the guys like myself that can just get you know and entertain people out of nowhere, sheer nothing put some words together and just make you have a good time. Like, that'll never go nowhere in hip-hop. Like, you, you can't get rid of that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what made hip-hop what it is. It wasn't just saying, yeah, 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 and, and okay, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah all that, uh, that's, you know, those are ad meals. <laughs> that ain't hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You got to, you know what I'm saying? A lot of these niggas nowadays, they just be ad meal rappers, but they say they rock star. But if you, that's why I don't get the respect they get. You just, where you at because you played the game to get where ain't no hating on them. I'm just being real. But if you put them beside a guy like me and just tell them, I, like, I'll freestyle my ABCs and sound better than you doing your regular records because you don't really, you know what I'm saying? They couldn't do what I just right. did. And my my son probably could have did that, just playing around. Like, I could rap, uh-huh. rap. You, I just, wanted, you just, just went acapella. You just yeah, but I'm just saying, like, just, like, just playing around. Mm-hmm. And, he, yeah, yeah. and this, dude, this dude couldn't even do that in the studio, but you a million-dollar nigga that everybody lo- loves, all your fans. You just kind of, like, shitted on everybody that said, this my favorite artist, he a, he's a rapper, boy, you hear him on this. It, it, it makes it seem like these artists, are just, they writing for them. They, they just made in the studio because the real hip-hop that's in them, the real storytelling, the real – this music, these artists ain't got that shit. It'll never be them. And that's what keeps the glue in hip-hop because all that shit fade out. All that shit, they mm-hmm. going in phase all the time. Like, you, you can be real with yourself. You probably right now got a favorite, maybe a, a young artist that's out, like, he's decent you and he just got a couple songs and you like, all right, they hot. But you ain't sitting there listening to his whole album over an album that you really loved that was hip-hop back in the day. And you know that. Any real person that listen to music, you probably got some R&B music you love way harder than the stuff you hear nowadays because right. the rappers ain't got nothing that's holding on to you. It's just a bunch of club songs. <laughs> Absolutely. But we about to, we about to, on your way as you rolling on out, we about to play this new little joint that Jay dropped in my lap a couple of weeks ago. What's that? Uh, I believe it's the one with Yo Gotti. Mm. Yeah, the lead. Okay. Shout out to Yo Gotti, man. Shout out to the whole CMG camp. That's uh, that's a new singer that we just released, and I, I I want y'all to really put your ear on that one. That's a that's a that's a real record. That record right there, everything in that record is the truth. Absolutely. Before All you go, right. uh, Molly, uh, Mimi Capri wanted me to tell you and Jay that she yeah. loves you guys and y'all have made her night. So thank you. Oh, good. Yeah, Mimi, we love her too. We love her. We love her too. Yeah. Appreciate her all the time for real. Okay, well, y'all have a good night, and thanks so much for joining us here on, in the chat room. Hey, I love yeah. it. Y'all bring me back again. You know, like this, like I said, it's my favorite place to be, so bring uh, me back, bring me back, bring me back. <laughs> thank you. Oh, we say, surely oh, will. Say, thank you, Blue. Thank you, Jay. Have a good night, I appreciate guys. you guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a good okay. night. You too. All right. We're about to hit y'all with this Blue Marley, and we will be right back with The Chronicles. This your boy, Yo Gotti. 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 G
Bird School. This I live. This I live. This I live. This I live. I really live this life for real. I really do this shit for real. The picture, the money, it ain't the issue, I'm hustling. I'ma get it if I have to water, whip it, it's never. 36 O's, drop that in my bank account. Switch the hustle up on their ass and do the same amount. Augusta hustle, catch up to my muscle, bitch, I'm living. Yo, God, it told me he got work, I said, OG, let's get it. They do my dirt with no co-defendant, I know they switching. 30 inch wheels, but he broke, that boy got no ambition. I was 16, triple beam, leaning on him. No, the street couldn't hold me, they triple Teaming on me. I remember telling Frank, boy, I want a bag. Now I'm shopping with my bitch, all she want is Chanel. Went to sleep, count sheep, I woke up counting money. If it's right for the price, tell him I said run Remember, I ain't have a pot to piss in. Started whipping, 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 now look how I'm living. Hey, chili in it, big got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that walker flocker got that flame on. Yeah, that was just an exclusive little taste. And we liked what we, we got. 
I enjoyed that. Yeah. Now we got Me the too. awesome privilege of having Hood Chronicle in the building. What's hey, happening? Hood, how, how are you? Hey, I'm hey, good. What's up? What's up? In the chat room, this is Tony. What's up, Tony? How you doing? I'm doing good. Is this the first time you've had the privilege of talking to me? <laughs> this is the very first time I've had the privilege. And I must say, it's a privilege. I just heard y'all in Blue Marley, and that was nice. You know, so I'm had to check your little music out and everything. Man, that was up. Uh huh. All right. Well, we're happy to have you. For all our listeners that don't know you, and I can't believe that there may be many, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you got going on. Well, I'm Hood Chronicles. I'm the owner and CEO of World Haven Agenda Publications. I'm the author of, oh, let me see, 18, I think 19, about to be 19 books. Um, uh-huh. I'm a ghostwriter for a lot of other authors. And um, I've been around for three years. Just laid back, cool dude, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Pretty much it about me. Uh-huh. Well, I have, I have, this is Tony once again. I have had the pleasure pleasure of following you and you know we interact in and out on on social media so it's really nice to put a voice to the name and I just want to say that I love your post because it you don't sugarcoat anything you give it to us real and you give it to us raw um why do you feel that 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 like makes that powerful move with your post I love the way you did it but what's the that behind you just just and and it involves what's happening in the world today. So tell us a little bit about I'm, how you see things. I mean, with me, you know, I'm just a a genuine guy. You know, I mean, I ain't I ain't had the best path to walk on in life, but you know, I made out of it what I made out of, it, and I'm proud of who I am today. So you know, I feel like mm-hmm. when you got a platform, a voice, you know, you need to use it to talk about something. And um, I'm all about positivity because a lot of my t- a lot of my life has been negative. So now I'm just mm-hmm. trying to live happy days and, you know what I'm saying, be infectious mm-hmm. with it and put it out there. And, um, you know, a lot of things that are going on today in the world, police killing us and, and, and all the extracurricular activity, I don't, you know what I'm saying, like to perpetuate that nonsense. So with all the nonsense mm-hmm. that be on Facebook, I want to be, you know, that one individual that's spreading some light and, you know what I'm saying, trying to make people smile, you know, because everybody got hard days and, you know, somebody somewhere need that upliftment. So, I try to just post something positive, man, because I know it's going to be a day when I need that. Mm-hmm. Well, well I Absolutely. appreciate your post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, this is Leisha. And um, just to get your eyes, your, your, just your thoughts on the current state um, of the literary um, industry, where do you think that it is going? Or what does it need to do to, to, to go farther? I think to go further, we need unity. I think it's a lot of uh, great authors out there, and I think it's some trashy authors out there. And when I say trashy, I mean, I don't know, you know, you could be a great writer, but as a human being, you know what I'm saying, you're bougie, you know what I'm saying, you don't like to, you know what I'm saying, just interact with, with everybody else, man. And I feel like, you know, together we're forced. Like, you look at other genres, they get respect that we don't get. 
And the reason why we don't get respect is because of our behaviorism, you know what I'm saying? We all be, I mean, it's all right to write about ratchet stuff, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's what we do, we entertain it. But when you beefing and you putting all your personal business, you got an issue with the publisher or you got an issue with your author and, you know, all that nonsense, man. Y'all getting on Facebook, calling each other bitches and hoes and all that ignorant stuff, you know what I'm saying? How can How can you... Demand respect when you quit to disrespect each other, and I feel like you know that's that's one of our biggest problems. And you know, as long as we stay quick to do that and put each other down, we gonna always be stagnant. You know what I'm saying? They, they, ain't nobody gonna respect us. And then another thing, as far as you know, uh, the the Kindle Unlimited situation. You know, authors is 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 it's really hard to really make money when you getting mm-hmm. half of a cent off of rate pages written, you know what I'm saying, and um, you know, I think that we need to band together and do something about that, go to Amazon and, and let them know, you know what I'm saying, that's not cool, something needs to be done, or find another route that we can put our, our stuff on so that we can get paid properly, you know what I'm saying, it's just a lot of things that are holding us back as African American authors, and if we stick together, I think that we can change some of those things, but we too busy arguing with each other over petty stuff to even look at that. Absolutely. Now, do you think it's the lack of understanding the industry and how it works? Um, I think it's the crab in the bucket mentality. You know, everybody want to be that somebody, but they don't want to pay their dues. They don't want to put in the real work and beat their feet to go out there and make themselves known to the public. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people personally that I brought into the game that have succeeded me, you know what I'm saying? And I salute them. And I know the reason why is because they go out there and they interact with the reader. Like, a, a lot of authors forget about the reader. You know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to be friends with each other, but the readers are the ones who take their hard-earned money and give it to us. So when you appreciate them, then they appreciate us. You know what I'm saying? Even if you put out some, some BS, they going to still support you because of who you are. You know what I'm saying? They know mm-hmm. you ain't just trying to get their money up out of them. They know that, you know what I'm saying, you're going to be there for them, socialize with them, interact with them, you know, and you can look for them to be real. A lot of folks can't handle reality. You know, if I write some garbage, tell me it's some garbage. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell me all that with great hood. And then, you know, you talking in the book club, talking about some boy, look, I don't know what he was thinking about when he wrote that book. You know what I'm saying? Be real with me. Let me know. If it's trash or if it wasn't realistic, then, you know, mm-hmm. let me know. You know what I'm saying? But that's just, that's just how I am. I like to interact with my readers, and I think that that'll take a lot of others, a whole lot farther than they are, than be arguing with each other over nonsense. Right. There's some things you just don't want to put out there in in front of your readers because, you know, as as a reader myself, because I'm a reader first and foremost, I don't want to see all of that, that extra, that drama between authors. You know, I want to, I want to have this, this, just if I read, put out a good book, let me buy it, whatever the cost may be, and let me enjoy it, whether it be good or bad, because not every book is for everybody. But I, 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 can, I can do without all the drama, the back and forth. But I do have one question, um, Hood. You know, if you have, you say you have 19 books out, I believe? Well, 18. I might drop a book this weekend. I don't know. But it's 18 right, right now. Let's just let that little chat exclusive slip on out. But if you can go back to when Hood was writing his first, very first,
first book, what mm-hmm. advice would you give yourself that you know today that you, you you know you can give yourself as you write your first book? Um, to be honest with you, I'm in mm-hmm. a totally different place now in my life than when I wrote my first book. When I wrote my first book, I was very angry, okay. and um, I was I was so angry that you know in the book when you have it, you mentioned you know you pay. I didn't have okay. thank you pages. I didn't want to think about it. I just wanted to tell everybody, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had like five pages of fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got bullied in school when I was a pre, pre-teen, you know, so a kid. And all the way up to, you know what I'm saying, how old I was when I started writing my first book. Man, I, I, I had a lot of anger in me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that anger is what motivated me because, you know, a lot of my life, I didn't really feel like I was worth anything more than selling dope, you know what I'm saying, and doing the things that I was doing because that's all I was told, you know. My mother, she loved me, you know what I'm saying. My grandmother, she loved me, but I I, I grew up around a bunch of women. And when you're a young man around a bunch of women, you go out into the streets, you know what I'm saying, to find that camaraderie with fellas, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I got into the street life. And what the women were telling me, I wasn't hearing it. You know, they telling me they love me and, you know, I need to do better than the third. But I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. I'm a man. I need to do my own thing. I need to get their money. I need to, you know, do what I feel like I need to do. And I was trying to be a man, but I was a little boy. And um, that led me to getting locked up. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a post that I posted when I was 17. You know, the SWAT came and got me, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. uh. It was a lot. I, I went through a lot. You know, I faced the death penalty and a whole lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I tried to commit suicide three times when I was a kid. Thought that mm-hmm. I was there to see 18. But when I got locked up, that's when I made the transition into, you know, evaluating myself and saying, you know what? Maybe God got something in store for you. You know, you didn't try to kill yourself three times. People didn't try to kill you several times. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even the state, you know, tried to kill you. They couldn't do it. So, you got a purpose greater than your understanding. So now you need to sit down and try to understand. So when that came into play, you know what I'm saying, I started evaluating my life and all the things that I did while I was doing them and, and all those things. And then, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to start writing because I've always been a writer. You know, I, I come from a musical background. I used to rap too. And I always put my heart out into my music. So when I was facing all that time and the death penalty and all that, you know, it gave me a real reality check. And I started writing. And that's where I started, like, my release, my therapeutic. That's what writing is for me, is therapy. So uh-huh. when I got all that out on the paper, it dawned on me, like, you know what? This might be what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And and that's what made me start writing and whatnot. But, yeah, it's it just... It ain't been easy for me, but, you know, it's all been worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, with that that being said, this is Tony once again. You know, that that's very – I thank you for sharing that with us and our listeners. With that being said, is there a misconception of you that's unfair that people may perceive about you? Oh, yeah. You telling me that or you asking me that? I'm asking you that. <laughs> oh, um – I don't know how people perceive me, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure some folks that don't like me, you know what I'm saying? There's some folks that love me. 
But it's been like that my whole life, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get love from women. I've always had love from women my whole life, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I was raised around a bunch of women. That's why I'm so humble when it comes to my queens, you know what I'm saying? I really, I really understand what I used to take for granted, you know what I'm saying? Had I listened to women when I was coming up, I never would have been running with that dude that was, you know, testifying against me, you know what I'm saying? I never would have been encouraged to go, you know what I'm saying? pull my pistol uh-huh. out and rob this individual, you know what I'm saying, if I would have stayed around the women. So uh-huh. that's why you always see me on my post saluting the queens because the queens have always been there for me, trying to tell me right, but I was hard-headed. Um, but as far as perception goes, I don't really care about how people perceive me, you know what I'm saying. I'm too busy focused on how God perceives me. As long as I do what I need to do for him, I know everything straight mm-hmm. in my life, and that's the only thing I'm concerned with. If you don't like me, you know, I feel like that's your problem. If you love me, you know, I appreciate the love, and I reciprocate mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this is Leisha. We have to announce ourselves because we sound so much alike. Now, yeah, I do. Tell us about your new release um, that you have coming, that you have out with, um, Forever Red, and what made you decide to 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 pen um, a book with her? Um, the name of that book is Sadistic Saturdays, and um, me and Red met a couple of years ago, and um, mm-hmm. she was just cool. You know, I mean, I, you know, like I, I'm the type of person that if I vibe with you, I vibe with you, I can rock with you. If I don't like you, then I'm not gonna deal with you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when I first met Red, you know, we had a conversation. And she was just genuine with me. She was real, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know how to accept people being real with them because they have this certain idea of realism based on their own concept of But with me being and she's a very genuine person. She's a passionate person about what she does. And um, I had started writing Sadistic Saturdays a while before, like maybe like three years before I even brought it to her. But, um, there were only two individuals that I ever been in this book with. Mm-hmm. And um, another female, she ended up writing a book that was very similar to it. And um, she had nothing, you know, it was her own thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't know anything about the book. It was just like, wow, she didn't want to do it again. And um, me and Red hooked up. And it was just like, it, it was crazy how we just meshed because I had wrote, like, the first few chapters and sent it to her. And mm-hmm. then she wrote the next few chapters and then we just went back and forth, back and forth, and it was crazy because like we, it, it took us like a month to write the book, you know what I'm saying? And that's only because we played around. We could have finished it before then. It was just, it just worked for us, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, it's it's an erotica. And, you know, most of my books are street lit, you know, because I come from a street background, so I'm I'm more comfortable writing about the street elements of life. But every now and then, you know, I do what I want to do. So I felt like writing an erotic. And, um, hold on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I saw that book, and it was interesting to see that together with he and Forever Red Leash, because, you know, I love Forever Red's book, and I like Hood's book. So the combination of the two you know, I can't wait till I get a moment to be able to read um, Sadistic Saturdays. Have you picked it up yet? 
Not yet. Um, but I did see it. Um, I have it in my Kindle. Mm-hmm. I just haven't read it. And it's an interesting so cover. Busy. I was trying to ask him about it. <laughs> yeah, when he comes back on, we we can ask him about the cover. Um, I love mm-hmm. to just to hear his passion. It's so mm-hmm. awesome because we get to hear. Um, kind of like his voice to man moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. his aha moment. And we, and as readers, being able to experience that is an awesome thing. Because when right. when anybody gets an aha moment, that's growth. But be, to be able mm-hmm. to hear him talk about his growth and hear the passion behind why he does what he does is why we do what we do and why we enjoy um Mm-hmm. The show and mm-hmm. having this platform um, for art artists and authors and rappers to come on and be able to you know talk that talk with us a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's true, and um, you know when he's speaking of his aha moments, that just shows the growth that um, authorhood has has gained. You know, he knows that he had to grow. He knows that he has grown. And that's also a, a sign of maturity as well. So it's all good. And like you said, it is really nice to put a voice to the to the pen as well as the post because I really do truly love his post that he posts because it's, he keeps it real and he keeps it raw. And he shares himself, you know, and, and, and we appreciate that. So it's just Absolutely. nice to finally meet him. Absolutely, and then you know he coins his phrase to that that mm-hmm. you know everybody <laughs> has has picked up that little uh, kind of swing that he he does, and people they put that on their posts, you know. But we all know where it originated from, so yes. it's awesome <laughs> to be able to to experience him, you know, and and mm-hmm. and just to hear Hello. the things he does when it comes to writing. Hey, we still here. Yeah, I apologize for that. No, no worries. Now, before you step out of the chat room, we want you to just shout out your social media, what new books you have coming out, and where everybody can get your work from. Okay, um, my Instagram is at Hood Said That. That's also my Twitter. Um, Facebook, my um, Facebook fan page is I Am Hood Chronicles. Um, let me see. My new book, The Black Print. It's an anthology with me, Sentu, Taylor, Max Israel, and Florencia Free Flow Freeman. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna drop it this weekend. If not this weekend, definitely next weekend. But all of my books are available on Amazon and um if you're in Miami you can swing by Urban Reads and get it at that bookstore on paperbacks and whatnot. And um if you want deals on paperbacks, you can inbox me on Facebook and I'll hook you up. Okay. Now, you know, we're going to have to have you back when you can spend a little bit more time with us because, you know, Lisa and I can keep delving, but we, we, we can't delve too yeah. much. Yeah, we're going to have to get, have to get <laughs> me on the weekend. Catch me on the weekend and we can ride out. <laughs> <laughs> but I also wanted to ask you before you leave the chat room, you know, you say you never did an erotica before, but do you think you would try your hand at that again? Well, no, I ain't, I don't, I ain't say I never did one. I, this is my, actually my third one. I got a hellweed oh, okay. killer. Hellweed Killer was my first one, and Thundercats, the Chocolate Cougar's Tales of Tenderoni. That was the second. Okay. And, um, right. Yeah, you know, I, I like to get frisky every now and then with my pen, but 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know, I like dabbing a lot of things. I got a philosophical book out. I got a, you know what I'm saying, a, a fantasy book. Hell, I got a coloring book out, children's coloring book. I'm working on some graphic novels now, so uh-huh. I'm trying you to You got to get an, an adult coloring book because we like the color, too. I try to stay in between the lines, and I'm going to leave it on the table like silly. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I've just been trying to figure out which book I'm going to turn into a second novel. But there, we, there we got it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like the hell we eat you. See, Hood, I'm not going to let you get me started. This is Tony because, you know, Leisha might pull my plug. So I'm trying to be good. (laughs) 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 But we so thank you for joining us here on Let's Chat. We really appreciate you sharing some time with us. Hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Anytime, man. Just let me know and I'll be there. Absolutely. Uh-huh. You enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank okay? you so much, Hood. You too. Y'all can easy say, man. I appreciate y'all and all the love y'all show me. Right back at you. <laughs> Take all care, right. Hood. Hi, too. All right. Bye bye. Bye. That was a fun interview, Lisa. I really didn't have time to, you know, to be me, but uh, we so appreciate her for joining us and, and, and sharing that, you know, limited time. But we definitely got to get him back into the chat room. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.